Welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Hello. So today I'm here with Sinead Taves, who is a previous client of mine, as well as a coach for Nix Nutrition. And I really wanted to just have a conversation with her and share a little bit about her story, because not only have I seen her do a complete transformation during the time that we have known each other just through the year of 2021, but also she has a pretty incredible journey in terms of where she started and where she's got to in terms of like health and and just her experience with holistic nutrition. So Shanae, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Hi, so my name is Shanae Taves. I am from Fraser Lake, BC, but currently living in Williams Lake, BC. I am a mother to a four-year-old boy. His name's Lachlan Morgan, and my spouse is named Matt Morgan. He's born and raised here in Williams Lake, so that's why I moved here. A little about me. So, Nikki, I was 245 pounds in January 2020. I probably hit the deepest, darkest place in my life. Like, I just remember reaching out on this mom's group and being like, guys, I need help. And a few moms reached out. Actually, one of them's another coach. But uh, so she reached out and... We kind of talked and then I I went back to Fraser Lake because my grandfather had fell ill. So I went back home for about a week to go say goodbye to my grandfather. And that's kind of when it hit me like, I need to change my life like Mm -hmm. now or never because I'm going to be in the same place as my grandfather. Like a sound, as sad as that sounds, like I... I had to think for myself for a second because I was in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. And so I actually was working at a place that had a weight room. And so I remember my boss saying that we can use that if we absolutely need to. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to go every break. But I actually, I went the first time I went into the weight room, I didn't actually work out. What I did was I, I went there for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. I looked around, seen what was in there. And then every day I'd go there for 10 minutes and look at something different and mm-hmm. even just feel it. Like I'd lift it for a couple of minutes and put it back. I'd go home and I'd research for hours. I'm not even kidding. I'd stay up and just research for hours about strength training. Actually, that's what really caught my eye. And so I started to finally go out there and work out. So a few months into my workouts, I was still feeling like crap, like, well, of course I would. I was eating like crap still, (laughs) even though I was working out, you know what I mean? So I was seeing results still, even though I was feeling like crap, but that's not why I was working out. I wanted to make myself feel better, right? So like your story, um, you you said that you were 200... 245 pounds. 245 pounds. And that was just 2019, correct? Yeah, the starting of 
20 or sorry, the end of 2019 and the starting of 2020. 2020. Yeah. And so it's, it's literally just been a couple of years, not even. And it's like one of the things that I find most shocking about you is like when you share your story, because I, I like, we started working together beginning of 2022. Right. And so that's where I kind of saw you a little bit partway through your journey and stuff. And then just knowing that like that transformation was achieved like such a short time. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize the amazing transformation that you can create in just a couple years from when you make that initial decision and you just dive all in and you commit to yourself. And so it's pretty incredible to not only see like where you used to be to where you you were when we started working together, but also to where you are now. Because now here you are, Miss Shanae, coaching people and like super passionate about health and fitness and nutrition and now impacting so many lives of others. And like we can do this complete kind of like overhaul in the sense of our health and our lifestyle and like really transform ourselves. And it all starts with fitness. I find where fitness and health and just making that commitment to feeling better. So I want to know a little bit about like, uh, dive a little bit more into that initial decision, right? You said that you kind of hit that initial point where you were like, Hey, I need a change. Like what was that in specifically? Honestly, it was waking up every day and eating. Like I would wake up and starve myself Mm -hmm. until I'd say, I'm going to say 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I'd starve myself. And then I'd find myself moody. And I had a little guy. And I just, I felt like crap. I was, well, borderline diabetic. I was, I had PCOS. It was, to me, it was a scare. It was a scare for if I don't do it now, Mm-hmm. Will it ever happen? Will I ever get to see my son hit the age of 16 if I keep going the way I do? Yeah. So to me, it was it was a now or never decision. Like I had to put myself first. It was no, it was, there was no other yeah. way around yeah. it. And so did you find that like, because again, you're a mom, right? And did you find that it was really affecting how you were showing up? as a mother as well, just like how you felt too. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Because I didn't want to get out of bed when he got, up. I didn't even want to continue on with the day most days, if that makes yeah. sense. And totally. now I'm up before him. Yeah. And I feel like that's where a lot of times, especially women, right. We could often feel like putting ourselves first and focusing on our health and fitness and in even investing in ourselves for like high quality foods or fitness equipment or hiring help and stuff is selfish. But we have to realize too, and so many people like sometimes sometimes don't realize this, is like it affects everyone around us. It affects our children, it affects our partners, it affects our coworkers, it affects so many people. And so definitely like our our nutrition and our health and how we feel can make such a huge difference. So like in terms of, so you kind of touched base on like a couple of things that you were struggling with and the fact that you made, you knew you needed to make a change, but like, what was your biggest struggle? Like, what were your biggest struggles initially that you were dealing with on a day-to-day basis in terms of your overall health and just how you felt? I'd say food addiction. That was, that was a major struggle for me. 
I would say mentally, physically, I was, I wasn't the person I was before, like growing up even. Yeah. Like I had hit such a wall that I started realizing that I had a lot of, a lot of, I'm going to say habits mm-hmm. that I created over the years that I I was just like, holy crap, these need to change because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so. And what were yeah. some of those habits? Well, the food addiction, watching TV, watching TV. I constantly thought I needed to have something to eat, right? Mm-hmm. Or doing work on a computer or reading a book or just, I'd say even when I was stressed, I went to food. Yeah. Every, everything, food was my answer for everything. As sad as that is, like, that's how I felt through my emotions and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say sleeping in, not setting a routine. I would say not, not putting myself first, not getting into a healthy mindset really, really affected my journey. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, sleeping until 12, 12 p.m. is not realistic, especially for a mom or like starving yourself till that time. You know, that's not realistic. You need you need a routine. Everybody yeah. needs a routine. Like it's common sense. Right? Yeah, it makes such a huge difference. Like and I always tell people, too, it's like you like our bodies and our minds love routine. Right. And it's like we especially when we can make sure we put time aside for the things that help ourselves feel good. And so I do want to touch base a little bit more into stress, stress coping mechanisms. Right. And that's where I find a lot of people do turn to food as pleasure. Right. It's like it 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 like helps us relieve stress. It helps us distract ourselves. It helps us like have get in more of that state of pleasure and stuff. And so like what what were some of your I guess, like stress coping mechanisms and like, how did you kind of use food, I guess, to like, as like to kind of deal with certain emotions? So I would honestly, every time a situation would happen, I would right away go to say, getting a chocolate bar or Mm -hmm. going and getting a bag of chips and like, I'd eat the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. And like, That was how I would, so when I would deal with it, so I would actually, I started to, I started to come downstairs at home here, my, well, in this room, you see, (laughs) and I started to even just, even like I said, in the weight room, going out there for 10 minutes, I'd come down here instead of going into the kitchen and grabbing something, I would move something downstairs, like weight wise, and I would move my body or I'd go rate my emotions, or I'd really try to reflect on how I felt, you know what I mean? Like, write them down if I had to. Sometimes I would sit in a room and like hide away from Lachlan and Matt and I'd sit in a room and just be like, okay, breathe. This is not what you want to check in with yourself. Yeah. And I find that super important to recognize too. And what a lot of the times I find when people do struggle with consistent healthy habits, especially around like and healthy habits around food, especially they really lack the understanding of why. Right. And really diving into that a little bit more and recognizing like, oh, I'm using this to cope with certain emotions. I'm using this to cope with stress. And like the moment we do that, 
you, we can do certain, like exactly what you did is shift those into more positive, more supportive, more healthier habits. And so what it specifically, like, was that, that turning point for you where you were like, okay, I need to change. Like the, I need to change these habits. I know you like mentioned before about your like grandfather and stuff, but like, like, where did you start in terms of the specific day-to-day habits that you wanted to change right away? So I worked afternoon shifts for the school district, right? So I'd come home after working night shifts and I would eat a bag of chips and watch TV mm-hmm. after coming home at 1130 at night. Like that's, I go to bed with a full stomach. That was one habit I, I knew needed to change because I didn't need that. And I knew that I needed to set set a routine before bed and when I woke up in order to have a successful day, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So like totally. when I would, so instead of coming home and eating a bag of chips and watching a show, I came home, I'd have a little bit of water or I'd have tea made at work. So that way when I got home, I literally brushed my teeth would sit in front of the fire if it was on and just mellow out. I actually listen. I'm a big fan of high frequency vibrations, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And I would listen to that. So I would put it on my phone, put my phone away, and I have it on a timer so that it sets off by itself. So once that's off, I know, okay, automatically go upstairs, get into bed, basically. Because my yeah. teeth brushed, everything's ready. So just go to yeah. bed. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a, a really like again, it's a, a bit of an evening routine if you think about it, right? So yeah, when you and I first met, we met initially through one of our four day challenges. I think you ended up kind of joining it because it was uh one of your friends recommended that you we connect and stuff. And so through that, because we of course the Nixon Nutrition has a bit of a unique approach when it comes to health and wellness and getting to fitness goals and losing weight and all of that stuff, like. What made you specifically feel like, like want to join the challenge and like want to kind of learn more about our programs and stuff? So after following you for quite a while, I admire, I admired your passion for Mm -hmm. nutrition and like every day you were sharing something. So when you offered the four day challenge, I was like, I can't miss out on this. <laughs> She's offering it's a free. four day free, right? Yeah. And so when I joined, I just remember it was so easy to access because I actually was here at home trying to get ready for afternoon shift. So I would just listen to your lives. I put my phone up, listen to your lives. And the knowledge that you were sharing was just so mind blowing that I was just like constantly bugging people like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> did you know that this does this? <laughs> and like, that's when I started realizing that, Oh my gosh, I have poor gut health. Like, yeah, I lost. I think when I met you, I actually only had lost 90 pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just and, 90 pounds, uh, you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> well, it's a lot more than that. <laughs> Pretty much a human, but <laughs> Uh, but when so that's when I realized like wow so everything you were sharing it was like you were in my head so like finally it was like I remember you reached out and because I had shared a post and I was just like 
I remember telling you this, like you were intimidating at first. <laughs> and so when you reached out to me, I was like, holy smoke, she actually genuinely cares, right? Like, because I sh- had shared a post and you, you messaged me and you're like, wow, like that's, that's been very meaningful. And like you, you kind of reached out and like, you showed me that you're genuine. And like, yeah. then we started talking I, and like, you're like you're the least intimidating person ever. But. <laughs> you really are. And like, and that's why I was just like, why didn't I talk to you sooner? Right. But yeah. like our paths were meant to cross when they were. And, and that's why, like, I was so grateful when it did, because it made me do such a shift because I was going to, even though I was working out every day, like I said, I was working out mm-hmm. and still seeing progress. But I was still eating crap. I was going to either Subway, McDonald's, sushi almost every day. Yeah. Until we talked. Like, that was at least one of my meals one day before I'd go to work, right? Until you and I talked. And everything that you shared on this four-day challenge spoke to me. It was like you were in my head. And Mm -hmm. so... I remember when you reached out to me, I was just like, okay, tell me more about (laughs) your program. Yeah. Like, do you remember like what some of the kind of big, like aha moments, the things that really like clicked for you were and things that like you weren't really quite aware of before, but then we ended up kind of talking about in the challenge. I'd say the gut health was a huge one for me. The mindset you because you really dug deep into the mindset because even though I was you know doing very well I was my worst enemy at the same time mm-hmm. and like I remember telling even telling you like I hate the way I look even though I'm losing and you're like oh my gosh like girl you've come so far and like you know you don't I never saw it that way yeah and then when I when I started doing the four day challenge with you and you made us do homework and stuff like that, (laughs) you actually made me start digging deeper. Like next nutrition really makes you dig deep. Right. And like some of the questions that you had asked us, it was just like, Holy smokes. Mm -hmm. Like I actually had to sit back and I actually had to think and like dig deep. And, you know, I never, I didn't do that in the beginning. Like I knew what strength training and all that caught my attention, but when you did the four day challenge, I didn't realize there was a whole new world of what I was missing. Potential. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's it's true though. Right. But like, and yeah, gut health, it's, it's crazy how little the average person knows. Right. And that's a big reason why I do what I do now. And now I'm so excited to have people like you who are equally as passionate about and really wanting to share those things with others, because it makes such a massive difference in terms of our physical health. But then of course, too, there's the psychological component and our mindset does play a huge role. And even in terms of what you mentioned about the food addiction and how you cope with stress and how you were just treating yourself and talking to yourself and like thinking you're not worthy of taking care of better care of yourself, like those things are what drive success. Those things are what really helps lead us to unlocking our full potential and discovering what we're truly capable of and being long, like successful long term too. So, yeah, super grateful we connected as well. It's been not only incredible having you part of the Nixon community, but also now as Team Nixon and as a coach too. So, know that you're here to just like really kind of share your story, and you are your story is very, very kind of, I would say 
extremely inspirational in terms of just the the switch that you've been able to make. And again, like as I talked about at the very beginning, like people do not realize like how much change can happen in a short amount of time. Like two years is not a super long time and a long portion of your life, but you like talking to you even just like how you like show up, how you talk about things, your knowledge, what you're like your day to day, your routines, like how ingrained these new habits are into your day to day and of who you are. Like you've been able to accomplish that in such a short period of time. It's really kind of like an inspiration, I would say to many and where a lot of people don't realize like a little, like a Two years of heavy focus can really completely change your life, your health, who you are, your mindset, everything. So yeah, super excited to have you here and kind of like elaborate on things a little bit more. So you have, and I have been working together, I guess like over a year now, I would say, right? Because we started in January, 2021. So what have been the biggest changes that you've noticed since joining Nixon Nutrition like as a client? I would say, honestly, my, my intuition when it comes around food now, like I'm, I'm comfortable to be around food. Whereas mm-hmm. because or I was in a place where I wasn't even comfortable to go out to a setting anymore because I knew there'd be food there. Yeah. Whereas now I was like, okay, I'm excited. <laughs> let's, mm-hmm. let's go to this function. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's a, honestly, I, for me, it was the fact that I, I had support and Nixon nutrition showed me a lot that my, like I said, the food addiction was something that I struggled with until recently until I hired you as a coach because like I thought like oh I yeah I'll just work off that burger or whatever or those fries or you know but it wasn't serving me it wasn't making me feel good and Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that I had such a problem with food and nutrition until I had hired you as a coach and then I started feeling better if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like I actually was starting to realize I didn't need two pots of coffee or (laughs) like I wasn't drinking enough water at all. (laughs) You know, small things that I actually wasn't being considerate of until I started getting a routine and that plan given to me. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, but the support with the Slack group. Like I love just being able to put in my headphones because I would listen to the calls actually at work. Mm-hmm. That's how easy it is. Listen to the calls at work. <laughs> well, you would know that. Yeah. And just put in my headphones and like just hearing your knowledge that that you would share on the calls and like seeing uh, all the other clients and like hearing what their struggles or what their mm-hmm. goals are really aligned with me too and like so I found a lot of value with that so then when I started putting everything that you helped me kind of work towards I started realizing like wow I do feel better like if I put myself first if I put my nutrition in there you know like yeah so that being said like so how has you feeling better right? And you taking care of yourself and just holistic, like nourishing your body better. How has that impacted your family? Um, I would say big time because, well, 
Lachlan wouldn't have, I would say uh, he was eating junk too. Because mm-hmm. I was just cooking the quick boxed meals for him too. Whereas now he's enjoying the fun recipes from the Nixon Nutrition Library as well. Like they're because mm-hmm. they're very kid friendly and like so that's something that I really enjoyed. It's also learning how to cook in general mm-hmm. and being comfortable to cook for him. And he's starting to love it. Like when we make pizzas, if we make homemade pizzas, he loves making it now. And so like it is starting to become a family thing. Whereas before it's like, Oh, I'm just going to cook a quick box dinner and you guys can yeah. go sit in the living room. while. Oh, cook, I love that. I, yeah. And I, that's one of the things like even as a coach and like, it's just seeing like that. I absolutely love is seeing the impact, the ripple effect, right? Because it doesn't just affect the people that I work with directly, but it's also their families and their spouses and their kids and their friends. And because they Huge feel better and they, yeah. And, it, it, and even like with, even in what your like hometown there too. And it's just like, you connect with other people, you share what you guys are able to share different recipes and like work out together and do all of these fun things. And it's like, it's the ripple effect. And so that's where, yeah, it's really cool to see because I feel like the more we share these things and the more we give other women as well permission to take care of themselves and we just help them realize as well, especially as mothers, that it is so, so important to take care of your body and put yourself first. And it's not selfish and it's going to make you show up so much better and it's going to impact everyone around you. Um, and I love that your like your little boy and stuff is now kind of feeling a lot better and having fun with it too. So super awesome to see. And then, and then I want to touch base on something too because you mentioned this with the cooking, right? Did you did you like cooking before? Like, how did you feel about cooking? Because oh, no. <laughs> this is that's one of the most intimidating things I find for a lot of people. Like gym intimidation with trying to get towards fitness goals and then also the cooking aspect of cooking more meals at home. So how did you feel initially when you had to like meal prep and cook more home <laughs> homemade meals and do all of that? So at first, I'm not going to lie to you. Remember the first time you <laughs> sent me the plan? I remember sending you a message being like, are you kidding me? Like, you want me to prep all of this? And then you actually, you were like, no, like, I want you to take the time, obviously, pick two days, meal prep these meals and get yourself like set up for success. And then so I did. I remember setting myself some days to meal plan and and prep. So what I mean by meal plan is I would plan the meals that I wanted from the plan. Yeah, exactly. And then I would write down my grocery list. And then the next day after I had gotten all my stuff is when I would chop up all my veggies for the week if I had veggies and hummus or if I if I had my chia puddings, I would have everything prepped and ready in jars and in the fridge. I, I made sure that I prepped two days a week, sometimes even three, because I would prep meals for Lachlan too, right? So sometimes I would prep a little extra for him. So that way, you know, I was set up. So if I 
did have a day where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to cook a meal. I'm like, oh, hey, wait, I have my meal in the fridge already mm-hmm. ready. I just have to warm it up. <laughs> yeah. And it actually reduces stress and it saves time. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta, gotta do it to realize that and you gotta do it consistently. So yeah. And it's crazy to look like seeing you now because you're always cooking something. You're trying so many different recipes. You feel so comfortable and confident in the kitchen. And I, again, it's, a really short period of time to just committing to things and committing to learning. And it can be a lot of fun. And that's what I always tell people is like, if you're not comfortable in the kitchen, learn because it's only going to benefit you. It's going to help you become more independent in terms of knowing what you can eat. It's going to help you meal prep and meal plan and set yourself up for success. It's going to give you more transparency in terms of the quality and control over the quality of the foods and the ingredients you eat. And it's like, it's such an important skill to have. And even when you do have it, it's a lot of fun. You can literally make, yeah, you can have pizza night with the kids in a healthy way. You can like have these different dinners, you can host meals, you can create all these different snacks and the more comfortable and confident you get, the more fun you can have. And eating healthy does not have to be boring. Like <laughs> I'm a huge foodie. You're a huge foodie. It's like we love exactly. Food. Yeah. I think for me, for me, what makes it more fun is the fact that I now will research the seasoning or the her- sorry, the herb or whatever I'm using. I'll research, okay, what benefits does this have? So like basil or turmeric or whatever, right? Because they all have benefits to them. And that's what makes it fun to me because it not only adds flavor, but it's really nurturing my body where it needs to be nurtured, right? So like the kitchen's where it all starts, right? Like you can't just go to the gym and then think you can go to McDonald's and see and feel good. You got to also do it in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Nourishment, right? And that that's the power of nutrition. And when we actually understand the impact, what we provide our body and what we fuel our body with has, that's where, again, like it opens up a whole nother world it opens up so much more opportunity and this ability to have such a massive impact on our quality of life. And as you pointed out, like a lot of those whole foods and even herbs and spices and all these different ingredients that you can put inside of a meal, they can provide your body with so many different nutrients and the quality of the foods, like it, it goes <laughs> so much more beyond just the amount of calories it has or even the macros. And so that's where I always like love to show people and like explain people and share with people that knowledge that like food is food is medicine in a sense. Like you can literally food is supplementation. Food is like food is literally fuel for your body. It is literally used to create so many, like every cell in your body and for all of these different biochemical functions and processes. And like when we can actually understand and have fun, have fun with actually providing your body with those things, then that's where like we have such a massive impact on our overall health. So I love that. And so outside of fitness, so you did like the weight loss, like the massive weight loss changes. So how much did you say you lost overall in the past two years? I 125 pounds. 125. Yeah. And so aside from the obvious like body composition changes and fitness changes and stuff, like what have you felt has been like, the other big, big improvement that you've seen in your life over the past two years? 
I would say for me was getting my smile back because just feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, before I lost a lot of the weight, I well, I moved to a town where I don't have anybody. Like my sister was the only person who lives here who's it's also pretty small town. Area. <laughs> yeah. And like we don't know too many people from here that we are we're close to, right? And so I did there was part of me where I felt so alone. And then once I started to lose the weight and like started my journey. Mm-hmm. I should say, I started realizing that I wasn't alone. Like mm-hmm. it opened the doors to realizing, no, you were just being blind. Mm-hmm. You were just not being open with your goals, being open with yourself to others, communicating, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So yeah. to me, it also helped me find my voice because mm-hmm. now I can say no. Now I Now I know how to stick up for myself, whereas before I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Cause again, too, like we always say as well, like it's not, it's not really about the weight, uh, what it, like weight, the weight loss, obviously at, in certain scenarios, like is necessary for o- optimal health. Like if it's impacting your overall health and your joints or that type of thing, then, or it's like you were saying to your borderline diabetic. So that's where sometimes we need to make certain adjustments. But at the end of the day, like it's usually not about the weight. Like the weight isn't what is going to eating healthy and working out. It's not always like, it's not really about losing weight. It's about feeling better mentally and physically. And so that's actually also where we can also approach weight loss in very different ways and why it's super important to pay attention to that. Because I know even for myself, like I hit pretty low weights in the beginning of my journey, but I didn't feel good and it didn't change anything. It didn't change my mindset. I still hated my body. I still didn't feel good. I was tired. Like I was still like, I still had no confidence. And it's like, it's not really about the weight, even though you had such a dramatic weight loss. Like it's like, as you pointed out through most of our conversation, it was putting yourself first. It was owning your no. It was setting healthy boundaries. It was feeling more confident doing certain things like in terms of your nutrition and with your workouts, it was having more energy. It was having better gut health and physically feeling better. It's all of these components that we should be paying attention to our health and we should be working out and we should be after versus just like the number on the scale. So like that being said, it for anyone listening, right? Anyone listening who is thinking of starting their own fitness journey or their weight loss journey. And they, maybe they have a, like, maybe they're intimidated by the gym. <laughs> maybe they're, they hate cooking. <laughs> maybe they feel really tired and they have a, like, maybe they have quite a lot of weight to lose or they're dealing with these like major health problems. And it feels very, very overwhelming what would you say to them as like a piece of advice and like before starting their journey and going to into this new year, right? It's the 2022. Put yourself first. It's not selfish. It honestly, in the end, it's not, like I said, if like as, as selfish as it sounds when I was sitting there saying goodbye to my grandfather and I started to think about me, like at first I thought, how selfish could you be? But at the same time, it was such a wake up call that now it's like, 
it wasn't selfish. I needed that. I needed that wake up call because now I realize that putting myself first is where this is where it's going to lead to my mm. confidence, to putting myself first is going to end up making myself feel better so I can show up better mm-hmm. for not only myself, but for Lachlan and for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super important. And so beginning a journey, if it is feeling super overwhelming, like what would you say would be like the first step that somebody should make for themselves? The first step is finding the routine that is realistic for you. Yeah. Um, And honestly, even if it's showing up for 10 minutes, just doing that, taking Mm -hmm. those steps and bettering yourself every day. So if that's, so set a routine for 10 minutes and just show up every day for that 10 minutes, even Mm -hmm. if like, even if it's to, well, let's start like a small step. Like if yeah. you want to start eating better, start eating better. Don't start eating better and working out because if yeah. that's just, that's just too much. Right. Where for me, I started working out. Like I started working out and eating better, but I didn't eat a hundred percent better. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I did make a small adjustments, but I made small changes first before I made bigger changes, if that makes sense. So make the small changes first before you start making bigger ones, if that makes sense. Yeah. So So again, like, like even with your story, the smallest changes, the smallest steps can lead to massive results. So we always tell people in our community and everything. And like, one of the things too, when we, like, we always focus on routine first in with Nixon nutrition with all our programs we focus on routine then we focus on nutri- dialing in the nutrition and then we focus on getting the workouts in and it's like because oftentimes especially with new year's resolution <laughs> sorry i'm going to have this conversation now um because of the 2022 year a lot of times people will be like okay i need to lose this weight or i need to get to this fitness goal or i need to do this like improve my health or whatever it is And they end up thinking that they have to do it all at once. And that's where people burn out. (laughs) That's where people get overwhelmed and they're all over the place. They feel like super frazzled and stuff because they're like, I got workouts to do and walk steps to do and water to drink and supplements to take and food to prep and like (laughs) all of these things. Anybody would be overwhelmed. So start small. If you're listening to this right now, start small, find whatever goal that you are wanting to work towards or that change you're wanting to make and just find that first next step, even if it is just drinking more water, even if it is getting 10,000 steps in per day or getting enough sleep or having a morning routine or having an evening routine, like ideally start with kind of improving your your current routine so it's not too super overwhelming and then work on changing and optimizing your routines and stuff. And that's where you can incorporate the, the meal planning and the meal prepping and the nutrition and the workouts and all of that stuff. So Shanae, I want to ask you as well, because now, right, you started as a client. Now you're a coach. What made you specifically decide that, hey, like, I want to be a coach. This is the career path I want to go down. This is what I want to do. What was that pivotal moment for yourself? Actually, so 
When I started, I think it was when I started working with, or not working with you, but when I started following you at first, I started an Iron Maiden fitness motivation group. And so on there, I would post every day and it eventually I would get reached out by friends or family being like, do you do meal plans or do you do workout plans? And I'm like, well, no, but I do workout plans. And then so I started doing them. And then my friend, Tyler Perry, he suggested, he goes, you know, you really enjoy this. Like even because I was even going to work because I would work with Tyler too. Mm-hmm. I would work with Tyler in the rain and I would talk to them all day about like what you would talk about or, you know, mm-hmm. talking about the workouts or how whatever was posted on Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. you know, I would talk about it. And so one day he pulled me to the side and he's like, I think you found your passion. Mm-hmm. And at first I was kind of like, well, no, like, I don't know if I did, like, I can't, like, at first, like, I thought he was joking because like, it was just starting in my weight loss journey, right? Like Uh who would take me serious at first, right? And then when I started to actually take his comments seriously, like started realizing, you know, I, I could be an awesome coach. And then I, I actually started thinking, you know, I, I actually could be a great coach because I did have such a transformation that I need, I wanted to, I started to feel like I needed to help other women as well. Mm -hmm. And like, so when he made that comment, it was like, you know what, I'm already doing these plans already. So Mm -hmm. why not? Like I need to, I need to help other women and I'm not getting anywhere with just the small group of ladies who need to do it some other way. And I remember reaching out to you and talking like, how do I get into personal training? And so we kind of, you kind of talked about like, well, get into nutrition, get into all this stuff. And so that's when I'm like, you know, I'm actually, I really love it because it's, 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 it is something I'm very passionate about, actually. Like, actually, when I actually started to dig, when he made that comment to me, and I started to actually dig down into, could I be a coach? Absolutely, I can be, 110%. And I, I honestly don't even know why I even doubted myself back then, because I love it. It is yeah. honestly, it gives me goosebumps even right now, <laughs> just talking about, you know, people's wins or even their goals and, like... Yeah. Yeah, just seeing everyone thrive. It's it's such a warm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and you've been able to get your clients such amazing results too. And I think people like you like as a coach, right? Like one of the best things, our community also is pretty special. Like we keep it pretty real. We're pretty down to earth and stuff. And it's like we're really realistic about certain things. And we really try to meet people with where they're at and work through their obstacles. It's all about creating their version of the healthiest lifestyle. And that's why we always offer like customized approaches and all of that stuff. And so that being said, one of the best things that uh, like for our community specifically is having people who have actually been through the trenches in a sense, right? We've done, we've done things, right? We can, we understand our clients. We've like, our journeys were not perfect. We had our obstacles, like we hit our roadblocks, our rock bottoms and all of that stuff. And so I think people, one of the things that it also really helps them with their transformations and a big reason why I wanted you on this 
podcast episode and having this conversation is because sometimes we can get really stuck in kind of that comparison and that self-doubt cycle. And we can really hold ourselves back. As we talk about mindset is such a key component to our transformation and to our success. And so many times, and I know even for myself, I spent a lot of time doubting myself with my fitness goals or doubting myself as a competitor, doubting myself even as I started my coaching business. And like, it's at the end of the day, like if you're, you're wanting to like help people and you're wanting to get them great results and you're willing to invest in yourself and get educated and learn all the things and share your knowledge and you're passionate about it and stuff. It's like you have such a great value to bring to others. And I think also just you, you specifically with your story as well, I feel a lot of women can resonate and where it has been such a massive transformation in such a short period of time and where you can really also relate firsthand to a lot of the scenarios that real women are dealing with. Like these things are like, a lot of us are dealing with this stuff. A lot of us are struggling. A lot of us have like feel stressed and have poor coping mechanisms, or we have these mind, like limiting beliefs or these mindset blocks or the self-doubt and all of these things, which we've had to overcome. And that being said, if you're like, for, if you're somebody who is dealing with this stuff and you're sitting there comparing yourself to other people and being like, well, like I don't have the confidence. I don't have the capability. I can't do this. Like those are limiting beliefs. And like the moment you start believing in yourself and you literally just make that commitment to putting yourself first and you make that commitment to learning and to trying and taking it step by step, like you'd be amazed at where you can be. So is there anything that you wanted to kind of wrap up um, this conversation with any last minute things that you wanted to share about, um, about like to the women that are listening to this right now? Honestly, I would, I want to say is do it. Don't wait. Don't wait anymore. Because if I waited, I wouldn't be here today as a coach. I, it's like, I keep saying, put yourself first. It's not selfish and quit waiting. Like Mm -hmm. start when you need to start because tomorrow may never come. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and sharing your story and everything. Um, I'm super excited to see what another two years can be and just continue to watch you grow and transform and also impact all of the amazing women in our community and help them transform as well. So thank you. Thank you for having me. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps the podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Quark. Until next time.